is Cabernet and True Crime, the place where good wine and true crime come together. Well, hi, friends. Sorry for that weird, really long hiatus. Hiatus. Um, I finished... Well, in case you were wondering, which I'm sure you probably weren't, but I'm going to tell you anyways, I finished NaNoWriMo. Woo! Which I think they have a... Can I do? Is there a... Ch- yes! Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I finished uh, my running challenge, too. I ran 150 miles over the course of September 8th to November 30th. <laughs> Sorry if those are really annoying when you go to listen to them back. I'm just really stoked. Um, but so I finished those, I think on the 25th and 26th of um, November. And, dude, my brain was just broke. Like, I don't know how to think anymore. I just couldn't even handle myself. I, like, so I finished on a Monday. And I was like, hell yeah. Woohoo. I finished on a Monday. And then I went to record the True Crime Tuesday on Tuesday, which there wasn't a True Crime Tuesday because you know what? I got so focused on finishing like my book that I was writing that I completely forgot to research and then didn't even know until I came to the closet to start recording. And I was like, wait a second, I didn't even research anybody. Um, so with that all out of the way, I'm here to be more regular and more normal. And here I am for your Serial Killer Sunday. Hello. And welcome to the Cabernet and True Crime, the place where good wine and true crime come together. I'm Jana, your host of this shit show, train wreck that you come to listen to when I remember to do podcasts. Hi. No, actually, for the, just, all kidding aside, the next year should be good. I just, I, last year I failed Nano so fucking hard that I was set out, I was going to finish it this year, all right? Like, I needed to do it. And so I took it very seriously, and I worked my ass off, and I did it. But let me tell you, writing a book is one of the most exhausting things I've ever done in my entire life. Like, that's so emotionally stressful and terrible. Um, Now the whole thing needs edited because it doesn't make any sense, but it's done. I've written it. So, one more. Gonna give myself one more. Let me get myself... I just almost did a bad thing. Okay, I'm done with that. That was very satisfying. I really like those effects are in here. I did the crow the one time and that was annoying. But like these little blips might be cool. Or they might be causing you to have like a panic attack in your car. I don't know. Okay, this one. So it's okay that my intro is a little long this time. I had a lot of catching up to do. Um, It's like my little therapy session in my little closet. Um, Today's going to be kind of short because it's an unsolved crime. And I'm assuming there's such little information because it's still an open investigation as it should be, because they never really caught anybody for it. So today we're going to be talking about the Frankfurt Slasher. So he was a possible serial killer from 1985 to 1990 in the neighborhood of Frankfurt in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Obviously why he's called the Frankfurt Slasher. So he had nine victims, um, ranging in age from 28 to 74. All were sexually assaulted and then stabbed to death. And all were seen with a middle-aged white male who had a round face, glasses, and a limp. Um, some were frequent guests of Frankfurt bars, and a few were believed to have been sex workers. Um, all victims were Caucasian, lived in North Philadelphia, and had a history of mental illness or drug dependencies. Okay, 
So, on August 19th, 1985, Helen Patent, who was 52, was killed. On January 3rd, 1986, Anna Carroll, who was 68, was killed. On December 25th, 1986, Susanna Olzef, 74, was killed. On January 8th, 1987, Jean Durkin, who was 28, was killed. On January 20, or in January of 1987, there was a woman named Catherine Jones, who was 29. Um, she was murdered, but they are not entirely, she's not, she's not, like, specifically known to be part of this. It's kind of like, I'm trying to think what they use the word for the, um, Jack the Ripper. And, oh, it's really gonna bother me. Nope, I can't think of the word. But for Jack the Ripper, there's so many victims that they know for like for 100% sure were his. Um, canonical. Yes! So, she's not... This... Catherine uh, Jones is not one of the canonical eight, but she gets thrown in there a lot because the MO apparently was very similar. On November 11th, 1988, Margaret Vaugh... Yes, Vaughn? Vaugh? My, God damn it, my handwriting's awful. Vaughn. Vaugh? She was 66. Uh, she went missing and was murdered. On January 19th, 1989, Teresa Scortino, Cyartino, who's 30, was, um, she went missing and was murdered. And on April 29th, 1990, Carol Dodd, who's 46, um, was murdered. So, here's the deal. After the death of Carol Dodd, a man named Leonard Christopher became a suspect. Okay. So he was an employee at a nearby fish market, and he had been seen walking down um, an alleyway that uh, Carol Dodd had also been walking down. Cool. Um, here's the thing, though. Leonard Christopher was a black male, which normally I don't care about people's race, but that is problematic considering that all nine of these women up till now, had been seen with a middle-aged white male with a limp. So you're telling me that, like, you're believing 10 out of 10, this guy who doesn't meet the description at all is probably your guy? I'm gonna say probably not, considering he doesn't meet any of the physical description of what you mentioned about this guy at all. But, um, also, there was no evidence to connect him to the other eight murders, and only circumstantial evidence to connect him to Dodd's murder. So, Seems kind of weird that he, like, the people were like, oh, we saw this guy down an alley, and then he got convicted of first-degree murder in December 12th, 1990, and he received a life sentence for, for this, which is insane, the fact that there was only circumstantial evidence, and then this guy went to murder, went to prison for it, and so it's like they thought, woohoo, we'd caught him, and so honestly, when you look it up, Leonard Christopher is basically synonymous with the name of the Frankfurt Fl- Frankfurt slasher, although he meets zero to none, zero to none, good job, he meets none of the descriptions of him, and he's only circumstantially even in the area, which even worse, on September 6th, 1990, after Leonard Christopher was already arrested and in jail, like, he was already imprisoned on September 6th, Michelle Denner, who was 30, was murdered with the same MO as the Frankfurt slasher, but your so-called Frankfurt slasher was already in prison on circumstantial evidence. So the bad thing is, is that a man went to jail and got life in prison for a crime he probably didn't do. And now the even worse part about it is that you have this 
merciless serial killer on the loose that you're not looking for because you thought you got him. And he kills again. So that was the last murder to my knowledge. Um, Leonard Christopher died from cancer behind bars, although I really had a hard time finding out when he died. I suppose, well, I guess Leonard Christopher is not that uncommon of a name, but it's not like that common of a name. And really, in all the articles, there's only two articles about this. It's really not that well written about. I mean, I guess while it was happening, it was all over the newspapers in Philadelphia, but in recent times, so like the 20, 2015 to 2019, really not that much. Um, although there was an article in February of 2019 that apparently they had DNA evidence from one of the victims that they were going to try to run and see if their killer had committed any other crimes or was a possible suspect in any other cases. Oh, excuse me. Which is really cool. Hopefully it'll be like a, um, Golden State Killer type situation where DNA 30 to 40 years later actually helps solve this case. And I know Leonard uh, Christopher has already passed away, but maybe, you know, with the help of this DNA, his name can be cleared, which would be really, really cool. Um, so that is the story of the Frankfurt Slasher, my short little serial killer Sunday. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you guys are happy and not like upset that I'm back from my hiatus. Um, cause I'm just here to talk to you guys about murders and stuff. Um, okay. Well, I hope you guys have a good week. I'll be back for true crime Tuesday. Thank goodness. Cause I need to come back and, uh, yeah, I hope you guys have a great, a great time.